I have never been more excited for an episode. That's the honest truth. There's not even time for introductions. Yes, it's Kiddish Club. Welcome back. It's another episode, but this one, this one's special. That was a ton of fun. That's all I have to say. It was great fun, and I am an even bigger Elon Gold fan. You know, first things first, when you meet such a big personality, you don't realize, but he could not have been nicer. This is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yes. Super nice. Down to earth. Not a real mensch. Yeah. And, and you know what the thing is? We actually went to dinner with him and we had a great time. Yes. Because we, he's just, you hang out with him, you have a great time. You do a podcast with him, you have a great time. He's just very cool. Yeah. We did go to dinner with him, which yes. was a ton of fun. Great fun and great food. It was, it was, it was really great. And we appreciated having him. In case you haven't figured it out, we <laughs> interviewed Elon Gold for this episode. Before we even get to that, I wanted to talk about Shabbos and what my Shabbos looks like. And my Shabbos is loaded with eating, eating, and eating, and alcohol. <laughs> is yours not? Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure that 99% uh, of Jewish people have the same itinerary yes. for Shabbos. <laughs> Doesn't change much. Right. But I will say one thing. I am super careful during the week to eat healthy. I eat healthy every day. In fact, I generally do not eat red meat. Wait, you can attest. We went out with Elon. What did I eat? You did have chicken. I had yes. chicken and everybody was making fun of me, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm not on that plan. I had a, I <laughs> had went a big, out all out burger. a big fat burger yeah. with an egg on it and lamb bacon, okay? <laughs> I but, mean, it, it made me uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't even taste it. How's that for willpower? Yeah, you did well. But I like to eat things that are Good. Like, I don't want to suffer when I'm eating healthy. And so that's why during the week, my go-to place is Juice by Julie. Oh, I love that place, by the way. Juice by Julie now is serving the New York City area. So I am next to a juice at all times. In New York City, you can order from them on Uber Eats, which is super convenient. In Brooklyn, in Flappish, they have a location on Avenue M. They have a location on Avenue U. In Borough Park, they're on 13th Avenue. They have a location in Cedarhurst. Teaneck, they have a location in Lakewood, in Long Branch, and Asbury. And they have more coming soon. And by the way, they are under the OU. And for more information and for the location that's closest to you, visit juicebyjulie.com. Or check them out on Uber Eats. Even easier. So we have a lot to get to with Elon. We want to bring it to you right away. And I will say that this is probably from from my favorite episodes ever. Because you, you had the most fun. Yeah, That's I really did. What it comes we out really of. enjoyed it. We it left. Was, it we was just a kept great laughing time. and laughing. I mean, I want to say we were being entertained, which is always fun. Yes, <laughs> it was like 100% we had a, true. a personal performance from Elon Gold. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Uh, this is Elon Gold. First of all, welcome Elon Gold to Kiddish Club. Thank you. I'm pretty clear that you're the biggest star that's ever been on Kiddish Club. <laughs> that's so sad. That's pretty sad. That is true, though. just... You have, a, you have an amazing resume. I do okay. I, I joke. I say I'm the Jewish Jerry Seinfeld. But <laughs> Yes, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> but really, it's like, come on. Hey, you got Modi. Come on. He's that a, big, he's a big star. He's pretty big. Did you, uh, before we even get into anything, did you did you hear or watch the, the latest me on Modi? Yes. It's a big controversy about it. It was a big... Con- well, Modi, you know, I came in with energy. And by the way, do you notice I'm already taking it down? Yes. I've Thank le- you for that. I've learned from that. my mistakes. <laughs> I came, I realized that a podcast is a conversation. We're going to have a nice conversation. People could be very interested in what we're talking about. 
I see everything as a performance and I see everything. as How do I be funny? How do I do impressions here? How do I get a bit in? Right. Like it's killing me right now. To not do a bit because I'm bit. no, I'm. Elon, do the bit. I, I have to let I'm, it out. I'm sitting here looking at a Jewish calendar. On the table <laughs> is a Jewish calendar. How could I not do my classic bit of I love the Jewish calendar because it is the only calendar with minutes on it. Okay, <laughs> any other calendar true. has months, weeks, days, no minutes. You open up, you open up an American calendar, look at an American holiday. It's not Boring. like July Fourth starts at five forty-eight, <laughs> ends the next day six fifty-two. No one in history has ever said, "Honey, what time is Christmas this year?" Uh, tree lighting is four thirty-one. But with the 18 minutes, it's 4.49. You got plenty of time. So now I'm not going to do this bit. Why? Even though I just kind of did it. Why won't I do it? Because apparently learned. I learned that bits, they don't want bits. They don't want bits. They don't like bits. They don't like it. Impre- <laughs> they don't want it. They don't want it. We're starting with a little Trump. I'm I can't so help happy. myself. We, I we can't help it. myself. They don't want it. They don't like it. They said you wouldn't do well there. They said that he wouldn't do well. <laughs> I think um, they, I can, the, they I, can't see that we even got the hands going. I'm, the Elon's hands got the are hands going. going. But look at this. It's a Jewish calendar. You see them in it. 603, 758. That is such a great observation. And I had that bit, I don't know, over a decade ago. I did that at APAC in front of 18,000 people at the Verizon Center. What was the response? That killed. Killed. I love it. So now I'm looking at this calendar. It's right here. Listen. If we actually left me, it there for you, hoping yeah, that hoping you were going to do, do that bit. bit. <laughs> this is, the, if you don't believe me, I'm holding the calendar. It's on my, So I'm like, look at this going, do I do that bit? Why wouldn't I? If Modi 100%. was here, he gets mad. And here's the other thing. Mo, Mo, is Modi angry all the time? That's an excellent question. Because that's what it seems. Yes, I'm going to let his therapist answer that. <laughs> no, he, he's not an angry person. He's, he's not, not an okay. angry person. He's a very, he's very, first of all, spiritual and centered and was always like into Kabbalah and mysticism. Really? Yes, so he's like very grounded. But he get his, 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 Persona. No, no, it's it's his propensity or capacity to get annoyed. I think the word is irascible, <laughs> easily irritable. Yes. And he's quite the irascible one. But, you know, he he was only mad at me because he was so excited. Here is his, one of his oldest, bestest friends in comedy. He was so excited to have great conversation. And I'm just sitting there doing Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> oh, stop it. I can't not do it. It's impossible to not do the Gilbert. And he was like, what are you do? What are you Wait, do? was he really upset? That's what we want to so know. So that's the big question. Was that question. real or was that's that the big question. being... I'm going to answer that question, but I'm just going to tell you in my defense that I grew up in, you know, in comedy in, in the 80s, 90s, when you do stand-up anywhere, at a club, whatever, you all always had to do morning radio, okay? You always had to do morning radio to, 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 you know, to promote where you are. And for me... Getting, I can't get that out of my head because if you've ever listened to morning radio in like the 90s, it was always like, hey, it's 95.5 WPLJ. How's it going? We're sitting here with the lawn going. Hey, how's it going there? We're all talking fast and everyone's doing business. There cannot be dead air on radio, on FM radio. Podcasts are the opposite. Podcasts are like, hello, and what's happening with you? Well, I have an interesting story that I want to share. It's very Tell us calm. About your family, Elon. Right. And you go deep and you have conversation, and people are listening, and they don't want the guy that's doing Robin Williams going crazy, bouncing <laughs> off the walls. So Modi was so disappointed. He was excited about telling stories, and we're going to get to the story that I didn't finish. We need yes. to hear the end of the story. But what was your question again that I had to answer? <laughs> was he really upset? Okay. So when the mics turned off, did he correct. turn to you and go, Right. 
What? Come right. on, man. So what was that? So here's what happened. After I wouldn't shut up, which I'm guilty of. I'm trying to entertain people. After I wouldn't shut up, like 30 minutes in, he's really angry, and Leo is getting annoyed. And, and, and Leo's the best guy. Like, Leo's the sweetest guy, but so annoyed. Then I did that observation about him, which I came up with on the spot, yes. which I was so proud of. As a yeah, general was great. observation on anyone, the idea we that... We met Leo, yes. Yeah, we we this, agreed with it. Yes, this guy, my take on him is he's always on the brink of an eye roll. <laughs> he's not exactly looking up and rolling totally his eyes and going, Ugh, but he wants to, and he he's on the brink. He sounds that way. Yes, 100%. he sounds like that. 100%. So I do that. That bothers him. He's not happy with that. I do. You, you know, could not do anything right. I could not do right. I, I could do no right. It didn't matter if you said you just won the Mega Millions, Modi, mm-hmm. and they sent me to give it to you. I could. He would have no ripped right. you down. I could do and, no hey, right. We love Modi. Modi. Love Modi. Was, we love Modi. We you love You know, Modi. I love Modi. Anyways, and I and, <laughs> and, I, and <laughs> I and try. and I didn't want to disappoint. My whole goal in life is to not disappoint. Right. In general, you like whether to make people happy. Literally, whether I'm doing like a I don't know a voiceover commercial or Curb, I want to make LD happy. I want to make the the, the sponsors or producers of this stupid commercial I'm doing, of, of, a, of a sitcom I'm doing, of any show. If I'm doing a show for 12 people, I want to not disappoint those 12 for people. Sure. Last night, sold out, stand-up New York, killed it. And again, awesome. in your head, you go, I just want to not disappoint, have a great time, have a great show. So of course I went in there going, this is my good buddy. I'm not going to disappoint him. I'm going to try to be funny. So then, was he really upset? Yes. Him and Leo, you could see the ending. Storm out. Storm out. Livid. Storm out. And don't the, believe it. By the way, and, and Leo's like, I thought it was fake. Leo's like, what is wrong with you? And he gets up and he leaves. And Modi's like, that was horrible. And they get up. And, the, and now the engineer <laughs> is sitting in the room and he's, he's wearing headphones. He takes his headphones off. They're gone. And he turns to me and he goes, is that a bit? They're doing a bit. He goes, that, that's a bit, right? Because that was awesome. You guys were so fun together. That was so interesting to watch the two of you go back and forth. I'm like, right? I thought Am it was I, a bit. Was it I right? thought it was a bit. I go, not a bit. Not a bit. Because you know him. Oh, I know him. You knew him. And was, they were so they unhappy. Were so unhappy. And then downstairs, they waited for me outside. And I was like, what, what's going on? What, what, what's the problem? I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> you know, A forever. Maybe D plus for like results. results. Yeah. But A, I, I went in there trying. You did. And he, and, and he goes. I thought he, you were bringing he, your A game. Right. I honestly did. A game. And he goes, but you couldn't shut up. <laughs> and we had stories to tell. You start a story. You wouldn't finish it. You, I go, it's fun to be all over the place. And who cares ultimately? Percent. And then I called him the next day and I was like, you know, I've been thinking about this. This is not how you treat not only a guest of a podcast, but an old friend, a good friend. You have to you have to be like you have to chill out. If you don't get what you want out of someone or out of a show or an episode, sure. you just got to be like, listen, you came in there just guns a blazing yeah, and it, I didn't love roll. it. It was a little you were a little nuts, to, to be honest. You were a little all over. The place. But I love you. And thanks for coming. And, for you know, sure. having a good time. I love that you guys did this over COVID. Like over COVID, you were like, how the hell do I get out of my house? How do I? <laughs> that's a thousand. Right. That's true. One thousand percent. How do I say to my wife, honey, we're working. We are going to work. This is a big thing. We have sponsors. Yes. Yeah. We can't be interrupted now. We can't be interrupted. You take care of everything. Anything to get away from a family is what we do. How did you get through COVID? anything. How did you get through COVID? It was a tough time for all of us. I got through COVID by, first of all, my house was, is six, right? So it's me. uh, I think I have a wife. (laughs) Four children. Four children. And there's six of us. 
now the week of COVID, like the week, like March 13th when the right. NBA, the day the NBA went, we're canceling this. That was also the day that my shul canceled. It was like a Tuesday. They canceled for Shabbos. Now, normally I'd be happy to not go to shul, <laughs> except this Shabbos was my son's bar mitzvah. No. So this is all whoa, planned, and we're going to the bar mitzvah. Whoa, and I'm like, what do you mean a shul is can- shul's don't shul's don't cancel? Shuls don't cancel. You know, you can't cancel a shul. And, you know, no one knew what was going on. And... You needed bar mitzvah insurance. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> for the, especially with it. Yeah, for the catering. But then I go, so so I'm like, okay. So meanwhile, my family's in town. I have two parents in town. And I they're have, from New York, right? From New York. And then I have my wife's brother, his wife, and their two kids. So anyway, you have to understand that my house went from a party of six to twelve. It doubled <laughs> for. Eight months. No, for no, eight got, no. months because no one wanted to leave. Everyone was afraid. My parents left five months in, but they all stayed. I had another family living with me eight months. That was not planned. Oh, you don't plan that. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't plan. No, it turned out to. No, be, that's a terrible. Story. Can I be honest? It turned out to be lovely. Come Having on. everyone. No, look, I have a, a backyard. I mean, it, it was a blessing to have my parents. They're in their eighties. To have my brother-in-law, my sister, their the cousins. The cousins played with each other. So was, we're thinking like New Yorkers. You know, you've got, you've got this yeah. little. You know, every square foot. Yeah, this is so I grew up in the Bronx, and I understand apartments where if I wanted to get air, it's the fire escape. Exactly. You sit on the fire escape. <laughs> exactly. Oh, isn't this nice out here? <laughs> it's not a fire escape. It's a balcony. Right. right. You bal- enjoy the sound of sirens ourselves. in the yes. distance. Absolutely. Sirens, subways, Gunshots. right, right above a subway. Every single day I walked out my back door to go to, into my backyard and I have a patio. We had Shabbos dinners every Friday night outside. Oh, that's every nice. all like 12 of, every time I walked out I went literally I am so grateful and appreciative that oh. I can go outside and I could be with my family and I'm not in an apartment where you have to go downstairs, push the button of the elevator, then you get COVID when you touch your well, nose. One second, you're telling me... You know my joke about, by the way, the Jews, how it was, it was, COVID was way more difficult for us because the whole don't touch your face thing, that's all we do. We're always like, I don't both slapping our... We, we, all of our rituals involved. Yes, you say the absolutely. Shema three times our a hands. day. You light the Shabbat candles. Hands you you take a basamim, you shove it up your nose, pass yes. it around the room. Is that not absolutely. a super spreader yes. event? Or absolutely. What? And by the way... I I believe most of us got COVID by reacting to the news of someone else having it, where they're like, wait, you have it? <laughs> I don't know. And then they put their hand to their mouth and go, oh my God, now I have it. This would be funnier on a visual. But yeah. One second. But in You're- a whole, as a whole, that's just our culture. Our culture yes. is with people. There is yes. no, there is no solitary minions. Judaism. That's why, that's why right. it spread so quickly among, right. among the Jewish population. It's all about the Kiddush clubs. We yes. know that that's here right. at the Kiddush Club Podcast. <laughs> that is correct. By the way, if that's not a promo, you just play. it's great. all no, about the Kiddush clubs. <laughs> Next up on Kiddish Club Podcast, Elon Gold. All right, yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> I couldn't have done You're it You're telling right? me your mom was not living in your house and going, Elon, no, go, no, go, no, go, no, go, no. Go, you know, there were wife. moments of people getting on people's nerves. There were moments of that. But I promise you, it was like, they called it a Shangri-La. You know, and I'm wow. grilling almost every night. It's like, it was just. That's the LA lifestyle. Man. Yeah. yeah. So then I go. Great weather. But then career wise, I start panicking because <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but my business is about people, <laughs> people. in a room and making them laugh. <laughs> and that just shut down. All my gigs shut down. Everything shut down. And I said, at first I said, I'm going to take this opportunity to you know, catch up on TV show. I don't watch TV. I have no time for podcasts. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. You name it. Breaking Bad. Like. 
all these shows that you have to watch. I haven't. Seen I wonder them. if you've even watched Curb. That's funny. Curb is an exception. Yeah, and before I had anything to do with it, Curb I was always obsessed with. And then it was like, okay, so maybe I'll watch TV and we'll see. This will be over in a week and a half. And then two weeks to stop the spread. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. That's what they said. The and you know how we trust them. And then a day later, I went. I can't just watch TV. I got to be productive. I got to do. And, you you know, when you are, uh, I hate to call myself an artist, but when you are a performer, whatever you want to call it, you want to always be creative, you know, write, perform. You want to do it. So I just immediately thought of this thing uh, called, I'm going to go on Instagram Live every day, Monday to Thursday, and call it My Funny Quarantine, which is a joke (laughs) over My (laughs) Funny Funny Valentine, Valentine. but with a Jewish angle, because I know almost all of my fans are Jewish. Like I said last night on stage, there were two people from Arkansas, and I was like, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> you got lost. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said that. I go, my fans, I love my fans. And my fans are very much like my 23 and me. Uh, it's 97% Ashkenazi Jew, uh, 3%. Are we in the wrong show? What, what, what's happening? Anyway, yeah, because you never know when the Arkansas shows up. But my point is all my fans are Jewish. I go, I'm going to do something for my fans on Instagram. So every day at 613, are you with me? Are you nice, following? Nice. For 18 minutes. Are you still on board here? I did a show that had these Jewish themes. I would do Yiddish word of the day. So my father would come in with my mother usually and just give the Yiddish word and the explanation of it. That was a segment. I had guests every day. I had Howie Mandel. I, I mean, I had everyone. That's Tiffany great. had his Bill Burr. Are, archi- are these archived anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I'm going to like release and figure out a way to, but they're, they're like, I have them all. Like we saved them all. But like I had like major Jay Leno, Judd Apatow, Bill You Burr. had Jay Leno? Yeah, everybody. Did you do Jay Leno? Did you well, you know, you know, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you, you'd see, you're a good host. This is why Modi's not good. Modi, when you mention Jay Leno, she's like, did you do a Jay Leno? That's called teeing it up. <laughs> no, oh, Modi. you know, well, you know, Jay has a high voice and that also goes really low. You never know with Jay. Um, anyway, it was the opposite. When he would go, he was like, "Stop he, it!" He went, "I hate Jay Leno, but don't do Jay Leno." Right? He's not an impression guy. Right? He doesn't like the impressions. But so now I'm doing this show every day. But you have to understand, I'm all day writing and preparing. So I'm writing a monologue. I hire my brother-in-law <laughs> to be my producer. So now he sits in a chair. I had my son, Brandy, you met, be a producer. And now I have two producers. We do a rehearsal at like three. I, I talk to, I do the booking. So I get all my comedian friends to do it. And then people who I was like friendly with, like Howie Mandel, I'm not friends with, but but I just asked him and he was so gracious. So many people, like old friends, like Bill Burr sure. was like, yeah, Tiffany Haddish, whatever. But nice. like, I had like people I couldn't believe were on. And and I would do the booking and I would come up with questions and come up with segments. My parents would come in and rehearse the, you know, we had a <laughs> monitor behind me and I would, you know, wow. and Evan, my brother-in-law worked the monitor and, uh, we just did a show, so that's how I did COVID. Then I started getting Zoom gigs, which is right. another nightmare. But because uh, no feedback, no yeah. feedback. No, it's very hard. You're standing it's in a room alone, yeah. yelling into a laptop. This is not comedy. This no. is not. This is nothing. We tried though, and people seemed to enjoy it. And I kept doing those, and then slowly but surely, things opened up. But. Uh, let, let's move on. Who cares about this <laughs> damn thing? I have a joke. Jews were over. Jews were over COVID. First of all, uh, first of all, two Pesachs ago, like literally yes. the first. Pe- they were like, <laughs> yeah. "We're done with it." <laughs> Ch- Hasidim were done with this after the first weekend, the first Shabbos <laughs> home with their families. It's like I can't do it. Yeah, I cannot with, do it anymore. With, with children, I'm finished. I'm going to the good. country. <laughs> Once they spent one Shabbos with children they hadn't even met yet. 
Nothing on that one? With children they hadn't even met yet. Yeah. I had to register. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with which a, one of you? Hello? With a, with I don't a, recognize you. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, with a wife they hadn't spoken to since the Yichud room. They were like, <laughs> I'm off to the country, to the country. So, he's uh, acidic, by the way, and he's getting oh, very offended. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. He just plays right away. By the way, they don't know what I am, but it's not Hasidic. I like that. This I can tell you for sure. I like that. It's awesome. I wanted to ask you a different question. I've been dying to know this Which, question. by the way, is what Jay Leno always does. And I noticed this. I did The Tonight Show with him like 10 times. Every time you're sitting on the couch, he doesn't just ask the question. And you're such a great host, both of you. But you should learn. This is like a rule. Jay would go, now let me ask you something. Let me, let me, let me ask you. Just ask the question. What are you prefacing with a question? With a question. Can I ask you this? Let me ask you. Ask the question. What did you want to ask me? I want to know this. I think, I, did we ask this to Modi? I don't remember, but President Trump, we don't want to know about your politics. Here. Right. And you do an amazing Trump impersonation. Thank you. I, I could swear that Thank we're you. with President Trump, right. former President Trump. I want to know this. Now that Trump's not in office, mm-hmm. do you miss him? A hundred percent. You do, right? Oh, my we're God. We're allowed to say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss him, you know, comedically. Yes. I miss, listen, I'm a guy who's- It's a, so boring. Yeah, I'm it? a center guy. You want to know my politics? I'll reveal it right okay, now. Okay, here we go. I can't stand either sides at the extremes. I, I don't like the far right, and the alt-left makes me ill. Um, I mean- all right and far left. I just screwed that up. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> far it. left, I mean, the sinister, the anti-Israel BS, all of that stuff makes me so sick. Once once the left left Israel, I was like, yes. I started to wonder, what, 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 what's going on with these people? Because if you don't see that the, if you're liberal and don't see the great greatest bastion of liberalism is Israel, the most open, free, pluralistic, Absolutely. democratic, diverse society with Jews, Druze, Christians, Muslims, black, white, everything. That is, they don't hang their gays there. They, they, they have right. a parade for them in That's support. Right. So right. it's like, how could you be a liberal and be anti-Israel? And then I went, that hypocrisy really, really bothers me. Then, of course, there's hypocrisy with the alt-right. And so there's that. So I hate... Well, both of them agree that they hate Israel and hate Jews. Both sides. Right, but the far right is still pro-Israel, but for the wrong reasons, for the whole, well, you know... But the alt-right are really anti-Semitic. Like those guys... Yeah, yeah, the alt-right hates Israel. Oh, they hate Jews. And they hate Jews. White nationalists. Yeah, 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 so both sides at least can come together on that. That's why I just... I'm so in the middle because I see both sides to every issue even like guns i see the side that says okay you can't take away people have guns everybody has guns and everyone wants to have guns don't take away guns and i also see the side that says but oh my god do we need regulation we need background checks we need so why are 18 year olds allowed to have guns but 21 to drink you see the average mass shooter is 18 19 20 let's make it 25 (laughs) before you can get a gun if you can't get you know whatever like like, common sense you're you're the common sense common sense guy but how boring has the news become without trump oh my god it's It's nothing there's nothing to do every time he's on now he's just gloating he's on a gloating tour (laughs) ever since the the horrible russian invasion of ukraine 
He's just gloating. You know, this never would have happened under my watch. And, you know, Putin was very quiet. He was very quiet. quiet. He, was, he was very quiet when I was in office. And now he's making a lot of noise. Noisy Putin, I like to call him. Noisy Putin. And he's trying to wake up Sleepy Joe. And, you know, you look at the Russians and they're doing terrific things and some very bad things. He always, like, contradicts whatever he just said three seconds ago. But Trump, you know, when he was in you office, know, you, you and I didn't that- vote for him because I didn't vote for anybody because I I couldn't stand Hillary. I, I thought Trump was a wild card and it was going to lead us to World War III. And I have of age kids of the draft. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to vote for Trump. And I watch this. And then Biden and Trump couldn't. I just sat him out. And I went, I don't want to take the heat. When there's World War III, I don't want to be responsible. And I voted for that guy on either right. side of that woman. And I just knew Hillary would be a, a total disaster. And I was like. I'm sitting it out. Now, people are right now just livid at me. How could you not? Been? And Trump was looking for Israel. And Hillary's such a supporter. And yeah, I don't care. I just don't want right. to get be right. responsible yes, for, for World that. War III. And I try to stay out of politics and I make fun of everybody. It's like, well, you saw I, they raided his Mar a Lago. That's a little, that's frightening. That's pretty scary. That's like a scary thing. What do you think like, his reaction was? I mean, we, you I, know, I, I love the FBI and not anymore. Not anymore. They're not doing good things. To, I don't know. He's probably going nuts. It's, it's, it's all crazy but then biden you know I, I make fun of biden too of course i make fun of biden. Well, how could you not biden how could you my, not my favorite joke now is i won't do the whole bit because i know how angry that makes podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> but biden to me joe biden is like the substitute teacher of presidents <laughs> okay you remember when you had a right, substitute teacher right. and you're like uh we don't have to listen to you <laughs> you're not gonna be here tomorrow um but again, tune in if you want to see the whole bit. <laughs> did I mention the Jewish calendar is the only calendar with minutes on it? You did mention Thank that, you. by the but way. But I do want to say something. Like I find myself rooting for Biden every time he approaches a set of stairs. <laughs> That's the only That's time. That's for sure. The you know? falling up the it's stairs. It's like, come on, you can do this, Joe. You got this. <laughs> the falling or putting up... on his jacket. I don't know if you saw that one. Yes. Like, yeah, yesterday. but I thought for sure the falling up the stairs to Air Force One was a lookalike and like an SNL sketch. No one falls seven times in a row. No one just keeps falling up. By the way, he was falling up. He wasn't falling down. That's right. He was falling That's up. That's a good point. And he kept falling up. And I went, oh, this is a sketch. Who did this? It looks just like Biden. So, yeah, we have a lot of things going on in the world. But let's, you know, let's talk about Kiddush. Yeah. Well, about yes. I lo- this is my observation about Kiddush. Yeah, definitely want to hear this. And Kiddush clubs. And I noticed this. And it's, it's fascinating to me. How we went, first it was all about wine. What's the best wine? Do we have wine? Then all of a sudden everyone got into what? Scotch. Yeah, whiskey. Everyone's scotch. into whiskey, scotch. And then what happened? Bourbon came along. Oh, yes. like, now look, we're all no, bourbon. Yep. Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Then all of a sudden, just when you think, okay, is it going to be bourbon for tequila? tequila. Yeah. Teque- now it's all tequila. Only tequila. Only tequila. And can I yes. say something? Right. I'm putting all of my money into sake. <laughs> Sake is the new. I'm telling you, it's going to go to kosher sake. The Japanese, sure. you know, Japanese, whiskey. of course. Yeah. Uh, we are going to keep tequila on the menu for uh, the foreseeable is he, is future. He, is he culturally appropriating? I can't be involved. He, he in is that. culturally appropriating. <laughs> yes, gonna, yes. I can't be involved in this. <laughs> but anyway, it's fascinating to me how we go from drink to drink and in waves. 
and all the because yeah, there's nothing like that break at Kiddush. I mean, the Haftorah. Why? So you leave, <laughs> and then you have a nosh, and you have a little herring, and then you stink for the rest of the day. But you're, you know, you wash it down with it. Yes. Now it's tequila. tequila. People are so into tequilas; it's nuts. It's it, just when you filled up your, you stocked your whole house with the whiskey and right. then the bourbon, and now it's tequila. Right. And I don't like tequila. I'm a big whiskey fan. I'm Me a big too. Scot- we are both big Scotch fans. And I hear cigar guy. Cigar, which I am for big sure. cigar what's, guy. What's, what's your go-to? There's so many. I mean, look, if I'm if I'm feeling happy and 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 generous, a Cohiba, nice, like a like a anything, always good. Yeah, anything Monte from Cristo. the Hike to yeah to Monte Cristo's um, great. But I like a good Dominican and a good. Uh, I like a good. Uh, I like a good Nicaraguan. Like I'm uh, my for father's sure. cigars. I love, and that's a name brand. Yes. My yeah, and then there's uh, there's uh, whatever. I, I love all sorts of cigars. I mean, we, we know you you love cigars because most of the time when you're doing the bacher, right? Right. That's the what bacher, I do. You're, you're on a the bacher Saturday. So the bacher was another pandemic show. This it was just like the Kiddush Club right, show. Right. Right. And the bacher's still going. I've taken a break for the summer because okay. I'm running around a lot and it's crazy. But the the bacher was my good friend Jeremy Gerlich who wrote movies like The Hangover sure The Breakup he wrote and directed uh, whatever one of Kevin Hart's movie The Wedding Ringer he he, he just now finished uh, directing a movie with uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston in Paris and he's a huge director he says to me I love this daily show that you're doing uh, with the comedians that you're interviewing and your parents and all that. it's so funny and it's so fun but you know what you really should do you should do a show that sets up Jewish singles live on Instagram where you could find young guys, young women, and just set them up during the show. <laughs> and I went, oh, like a, like a bachelor? I go, oh, we'll call it the Bachor. And I go, I'm not doing anything Saturday nights. Why don't I do it? And just one Saturday night, I just go on live. And I go, it's the Bachor. And I just start doing this <laughs> stupid voice. And... All By the sudden, way, just people... when I first saw the show, like the spelling to me, it seemed like it was the... like. The Bechor. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, like, the firstborn. Like, which right. should be a show. No, like, because the firstborns, we always get the worst but it was of everything. A, yeah, yeah, you poor firstborn. <laughs> Welcome to, how about middle childs, okay? Welcome to my world. Middle child stinks, believe me. Yes. Middle everything stinks. Middle C. There's, there's nothing good in the middle. But anyway, except my politics. But anyway, uh, so so I, I just started this thing, and before you know it, when I say it took off, and again, only in the Jewish world, but it, right. to get... Like over a thousand people to watch your live. You have to understand when someone with two million followers goes live, they get maybe three, four hundred people. Right. When someone with ten million, they get like five, six hundred. I have nothing. I have twenty seven thousand followers. I'd get a thousand people every Saturday night. And and then Jeff Garland from Curb would pop in. Right. And that would be Jeff Ross. Like all these. But guys you had a dedicated would, fan base. That's the dedicated. difference. Your fan base loves you. Yes. We love you. And, and I appreciate that. And you know and what? Them. And and you know what it is with Jews. I mean, you know how it is. We're sticky. Mm-hmm. We're sticky, and mm-hmm. we're we're you know we're loyal until I say something that annoys. Yes. Then I'm then done with you him. Off. He's You're dead done. to me. I'm finished. <laughs> I have a joke. We love we love to be finished with people. I'm done. I'm finished with him. What happened? He started with me. I told him, don't start with me or I'll be finished with it. Now I'm doing Jackie Bases to tell you the truth. It makes me nauseous to think that a person such as you should have your own show. Why don't I have my own show? And then Bodhi has his show and you have your show. Anyway, that's amazing. We're big Jackie Mason I love fans. Jackie. Jackie is the goat in, in you yeah. know, not yeah. just in the Jewish world. I say of all comedians, he is literally top five. I'm talking prior 
Carlin. He's up there with them. Do you think so? You oh know, I have to tell you because as Jews, it's the, really hard the world, to tell. According to me, is oh, it's, top it's brilliant. Eight greatest hours in the history, right up there with Chris Rock. Bring the pain. Yes, but he. I mean, he had a very interesting career. You know, like, yes, a lot of ups and downs. A lot and, of and ups. So and for us, we don't know. Do we like him because we're Jewish, or is he really that funny? No, right. I put on his stuff, and it's amazing because no matter how Timeless. many times you put it on, Correct. you just find yourself laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it's it's, it's I almost think bizarre. I saw his Broadway show like five times. I was just mesmerized yeah. by it. I was like, "This is the funniest human I've ever seen." And his <laughs> cadence and his rhythm and his timing, and then the material was genius. The yes. observation was like, <gasps> and it's also like he's talking about us. Yes, which I love and Modi loves. It's like, and we've taken it to another level. We talk about things like uh, a schach on a sukkah. I have jokes about. I have right. I have my. I don't know if you ever saw me do this religious Rodney. So religious Rodney is Rodney Dangerfield was Jewish, but yes. he wasn't observant so at all, either, not right, into anything. Right. But if he was, his whole act would be different, right? So he'd, he'd do, his jokes would be like, oh, "I tell you, it ain't easy, you know. I tell you, it ain't easy being me. You know, we had nothing growing up. I tell you, we had nothing, you know. Oh, my sure we couldn't afford a mechitza. The men, we would just close our right eye, you know. <laughs> uh, I tell you, we had no food either, you know. We had no food in my neighborhood. They made Yom Kippur a two-day yuntif, you know." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, we had nothing. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the holidays were tough. I'll tell you, the holidays. Were, I'll tell you. The, <laughs> I'll tell you, the bank foreclosed on my sukkah. You know what I mean? Um, so, but when it comes to Jackie, yeah. he was fearless. Fearless, but he wouldn't go deep. Like well, wait, I he, did, he, he was doing right. Jewish That's opera. Right. He's doing chazanis yeah, on yeah. Broadway. Oh no, it's unbelievable. Which is. It's Unseen. like you, you go back and you listen to it yes. and like, how is he doing yeah. this in the 90s? It yeah. made no sense. And the crowd is eating it up. And this isn't my issue with Jackie. It's, it's not that I'm saying, oh, I'm so much better. No one's going to be better than him. It's that we then took it and went further. Like, yes. we'll do jokes about, that, about ritual, mikvah, this, that. Right. That Jackie would he never, never touch right. that stuff right. ever. Also, he wasn't that into the religion. I'm observant. I'm modern right. orthodox. Right. So I... Love talking. I live a life that is observance and Shabbos keeping, kosher, all that. So, of course, I'm going to poke fun at what I'm doing because that's what a comedian does. You right. poke fun at w- what you're doing. So, but Jackie wasn't doing it. So, he didn't make fun of it or poke fun right. at it. But it's funny because he came from being a rabbi, mm-hmm. which, you know. Oh, I, he knew all about it. Yeah, he knew, he knew he everything. Knew all about but I guess he wasn't in it, in it. In order yeah. to be able to make it part we of his material, to get him onto the show, if you remember. Yes, and he passed away. That's so you know, sad. It, it but was all sad. he would talk about is what, how many hits. Yeah, I, I had one Broadway shows a big hit. That I did another <laughs> Broadway shows a bigger hit than the first one. That I did a third Broadway shows bigger than all three combined. And by the way, I'm doing a new show, and I don't do any material. All I do is talk about what a hit it is. This way, you go home. Your friend asks you, "How was the show? It was a hit." And then he tells his friend, he tells his friend, "Before you know it, this is such a hit." Anyway, you brought up the orthodoxy. I was actually wondering, is it difficult to be, I mean, you, are you like the only Orthodox person, There's modern like four, Orthodox four person? There's like four of us. <laughs> who is it? I don't well, know I any other. Jeremy Gerlich. There's Eitan Cohen, another brilliant screenwriter, comedy writer who wrote like Tropic Thunder and right. very observant. Uh, great guys is Mark Schiff, another amazing comedian. There, there's Jeff Astroff. Uh, one of the original Friends writers, like in the writers' room of Friends when it started for the first few years, is Jeff Astroff. 
beyond observant. I like, think really, you're gonna, but you're going to be the one that ha- that is the face of all. Of yeah, them. maybe you're I the don't face know. because yeah, you're because they're not out there. I mean, yeah. they're writers, sure, but I think you have the most notoriety of all of them. I hope I, I, you never know what happens. Uh, yeah, I can get canceled <laughs> tomorrow for this podcast when you do that Mexican voice. But the point is, you never know. But you know, like I I do a learning once a week. It really? was in person at a coffee bean. Now it's on Zoom uh, with Jeff Astroff, and it's taught by David Sachs. David Sachs is like Talmud Chacham times a thousand. He has every source in his head. His brain. He's like a Harvard guy. He was a Simpsons writer. Really? So it's all these comedy wow. writers. Yeah, Third Rock. So he writes shows now. It's like, he, he, but he's a genius, and it's he, he studied under Karl Bar- Karl, Rabbi Shlomo, you Karl know, Bach, d- yeah. Karl Bach directly. So like that wow. was a yeah, and and. He just quotes and names and th- like it's it's fascinating and it's really like it just reaffirms my own faith every time and also we get to be funny a little and riff with each other. But it's I like, feel like there's a reality show waiting to happen. Oh right yeah, there. yeah. You know what I mean? With it a really very is. small audience, like tiny, really tiny is. audience. But it's amazing to be able to stick with it. But I, you know, I don't want to be the face of anything. I'm so proud of being Jewish and I am unabashedly, you know proud of my observances and all that but also you keep it personal like i'm the only guy in this room right now not wearing a yarmulke why because when i do get recognized walk around a little here and there it's like i don't want to i want i don't want people to think that i represent orthodox judaism because i will like curse in my act and i you know sure. and and um I, I respect that i think that's yeah. the, i think that's the and, right and approach you're holding me to this high standard and then you know, yes. Do you do you, do you experience any anti-Semitism? I mean, Hollywood appears to be very anti-Semitic, right? Uh, maybe for sure anti-Israel, somewhat anti-Semitic, right? You know, do you experience anything like that? It's weird because you know everyone thinks Hollywood is run by Jews. If yes. Hollywood was run <laughs> by Jews, do you think I'd be doing this podcast right now? Wouldn't I be busy? Wouldn't I be on a set somewhere on I my so. own hit yes. show? I mean, come on, run by Jews. It is so not run by Jews. And, you know, I actually talk about this in my act where um, Jewish people pioneered the film industry. The Warner Brothers, the Louis B. Mayers, literally from the East Coast, moved out West, and they invented Hollywood. So they should run it. It wouldn't be a bad thing if they started it. They should run it. But they don't. It, there is not. It's like the Jews run the media. Are you kidding me? They run me? the banks. They run the media. It's they so run the crazy. government. It's like, the shadow government. It's insane. Like, Ted Turner started CNN. Rupert Murdoch runs five. Like, right. there is no, what Jews are running? What, what Jews are they what talking, are talking about? about? And like, yes, is there a studio head that's Jewish? Sure. Sherry Lansing ran Paramount. She was a Jew. But then there's so many non-Jews. It's like, it's an insane thing to think. A lot of Jews are in that business, but there are also a lot of Jews in medicine and in law <laughs> and everything. No. Yeah. Really? Believe it or not, they're Jewish doctors. <laughs> really? Um, and it's just... It's all it's that's all anti-Semitism. But from Hollywood, you don't feel anti-Semitism. What you do feel is their lack of appreciation for Jewish people as a ethnic minority. So right. when there when there's diversity hires, we're not considered in that minority, even Why though we are that? one of the tiniest minorities on the earth. Right. Because of our we're very prevalent and we're in Hollywood, and there's so many Jews in Hollywood in the world. So the funny thing is, it's the the contrast between 
What do they want when they say diversity? Okay, we want Indian. Oh, wow, there's a billion Indians. How is that a tiny minority? Uh, we want, we'd love a Muslim character. Oh, there's a billion of them too. How about an Asian? There's a billion of them too. How about a Jew? No, 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 no. And there's like, what, 12 million of us? No, no, no. Total. There's so many Jews. Like, what are you talking about? That's not a minority because, again, there has been Jewish representation. So what they're talking about, which I understand, you know, People want to be represented. They want representation on TV. But I can't stand mandates. I can't. St- to me, it's best man for the job, best for sure. woman for the job, for sure. best whatever you want to be for the job. But like when there are mandates and now people like me are, aren't getting jobs over someone that is much more, has more diversity in there, you know, and, and, and that, that, that's just not right to me because it should be a, a meritocracy, but it's not. So it's not that they hate Jews. They just don't recognize that Jews are an oppressed minority. They think sure. they literally were all rich. It's like, I grew up in the Bronx. My parents <laughs> were teachers. We're rich. Like, I don't know. Like, come on. And, 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 um, Again, they think with the control stuff, but but with Hollywood itself, it's 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 um it's not a system. There is no group that controls it. Hollywood is this gigantic, and now there's there isn't even a Hollywood. There's you know look at Joe Rogan; he has his own right. thing, and he creates his own industry. Right, right, right. And look at all these people that are just doing their own thing. So there is no one whatever, and there's no cabal running things in anything. Well, there is a cabal. We just don't talk about it. <laughs> But is there? Tell me about it. <laughs> is there an island I can go to? Anyway, so it's just, listen, whatever. I, I'm not going to kvetch about Hollywood. Hollywood's given me some great opportunities, but it's, it's like everything. There's so much hypocrisy over there. Sure. And, and uh, look how serious this is getting. <laughs> this got yeah. serious. I yeah. do want to get to, 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 to curb I was just that opportunity. Yeah. And We're almost late for our dinner <laughs> at right. Mocha Burger. Will That's this right. get us some free Mocha Burgers by I, mentioning I, it? They didn't sponsor, so... They I, should. Maybe they will. Maybe they, will. they will. After maybe this, they, will. they should. <laughs> um, so Larry David, to me, yes. is like the guttle adar well it's comedy. very interesting that you say that <laughs> no really interesting that you say that because my first day on set we were having lunch and it was me and larry and uh Cara Liefer, who's one of the consultant writers and she's a great comedian herself and like one other person and i sit across from at lunch on, on our break and i say you know larry you are the Gadol Hador. Really? No. And he says, what? 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 What, what is that? What, what is that? And I say, the Gadol Hador is Hebrew. It's the great one of this generation. Now, usually it's uh, given to rabbi. rabbis or someone that, you know. And I go, but for, for all of us, it's you. You're the great one. There is no one who created Seinfeld and the curve. And it's like, there's no one better. And before it was probably Mel Brooks and whatever. And like Woody Allen. He is the Gadol Hador. So it's so funny that you called yeah, him. That. He, mean, pre- he goes, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty. The Gadol Hador. Um, How did you end up hooked up? With that too whole. too long of a that's a whole other hour but really? uh, yeah I'll we got ju- time i'll just we'll say <laughs> i'll just say that no uh, we have to leave room for another appearance that's yeah yeah, true. yeah yeah we that's did we, we met a couple of times and it was it was a combination of tenacity and chutzpah where i just sort of barged into his office one day and said i, I must do this show before really? it ends yeah yeah, yeah. you I, were a like, fan from before beyond beyond a fan and I'm i just the same I, it's, yeah it's it's just brilliant. Yeah, and you don't understand. Like, I met him one time before I was on the show, years before. I'm talking five to seven years ago. And I was at a debate with Alan Dershowitz and Dennis Prager. And there he <laughs> is. And I go, 
Really? Larry, David, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm best friends with one of them, and I loathe the other. <laughs> and knowing he leans pretty liberal, I go, oh, so you're a friend of Alan's. He goes, yeah. And now they're not talking either. Really? Yeah, but that's the other thing we do. Jews oh, always, I'm not talking to you anyway. Because yeah. he started defending Trump a little yeah. bit on Fox so, News. Yeah. So, so at the end of the debate, we, we, we had a nice time before the debate. We talked a lot, and, and then he goes sit somewhere, and I go sit somewhere. At the end of the debate, at debate we're all at the VIP after uh, party thing. And uh, they have an after party. There's an after debates. party of debates. <laughs> debates. In LA, everything's about the after party. They don't even want to be at the actual thing. It's like, when's the after party? Where's the after party? So yeah, there's this VIP tent, there's some nosh and whatever, and drinks, and and then there's LD. And I go, what What did you think of that debate? He goes, Oh, oh, I was bothered the whole time. I was like, What What's the matter? And he goes, I saw Alan's wife two rows in front of me, and I tapped the guy in front of me, and I asked him to tap her and he refused and then i without missing a beat felt like i'm in the jeff garland role now i have to now now we're we're in curb there are no cameras but everything with him is a curb episode but that was a legit episode no no but I'll, I'll get into that so then i say to him i go wait she wouldn't forward the tap she wouldn't forward the tap i mean i forward the tap i'm like how do you know you guy tap a guy you forward the tap you tap a, you know and and it was a whole thing now Again, I'm like, wow, this is so weird. It's like I'm doing Curb, but, you know, it's not Curb. And this is a cut to literally almost seven years later in the season that I was in, this past season 11. There he is doing the forward the tap bit to Tracy Ullman in the front. And I just met with Larry a month ago. And I'm, I'm in, I'm pitching ideas. And, you know, we have like a good relationship now where I come in every now and then and I do impressions. But he's the opposite of Modi. He loves my impressions. <laughs> Your impressions he's like, are great. I, and he's like, I could listen to this all day. And Same. Like, literally, I would say, you know, I would say to him, like, all right, I'm going to let you go. And I'm like, I'm not letting you go. Like, I, I want, you're so entertaining. And we just have fun. And I pitch ideas and whatever. And, and I said to him, do you know, do you know uh, where the forward the tap bit originated? And he said, I know exactly. I know exactly. I was at, I go, let me stop you. I go, it was me. <laughs> I go, you won't remember this, but I was at that debate with you, and I said, da, 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 for the, oh, oh, you know, and it was like. Did he Did he acknowledge it? Yeah, but the genius, he, well, he didn't remember that it was me. He meets a thousand people a day, right. and it was just right. a guy that he met. But the genius of Larry is he takes life, that was a moment in life, he writes everything down, and then he puts it together like a puzzle, where he's got thousands of bits and great observations because nobody has better observations on human behavior than Larry David. Really? He's got thousands of bits and like a puzzle he pieces it together and he strings them on this episode every week that like, okay, and this bit goes with this and then and, and there's still a storyline but then it, where do the bits go? And, and they come just, right back and around. And then it dovetails oh, and it comes back around. And, and it's, it's just beyond genius. But uh, so yeah, I just, he, we really clicked and connected I did an episode in season 10. It was the last episode. And it was a great bit. And it was like a minute and a half, the whole scene. And he, this is what a menchie is. He called me a few months later. And he went, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what, 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 what? He goes, uh, it's cut. Uh, what? Could you imagine I'm waiting like years, 30 years to be on this show? Whatever is how long it's been, 25 years. And I'm like, no. I'm, I go, I'm in physical pain right now. <laughs> And he's laughing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This isn't funny. I'm in physical pain. And I'm sorry. He goes, oh, you were so good in it. And I felt really fun in it. And, and we, we had such a good time and a good rapport. And 
He goes, but it had to be cut for time. The episode's like running like 19 minutes too long. And any scene that doesn't move the story forward, it's just a bit, they cut. They don't stop for bits. He will not stop for a bit no matter how good the bit is. And he said, but, but I'll find you something next season. And I said, well, how likely is another season? He goes, uh, likely. Yeah, it's likely. <laughs> and uh, Mensch kept his word, not only one episode, but two episodes and then rocked that and they called me back for a third and that was just like oh my god I that's can't believe it's a dream, it's a dream to be yeah. a recurring role on Curb it's just it's nuts and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy it was and a grateful. very very nice move for him to even call you to tell yes. you that. that's not usual he did not have to call have the to call star you. and executive producer doesn't call the guy that was cut from one scene they just don't call how much of Seinfeld was his brain versus well you could tell like a lot seems like it's Most mostly it. mostly yeah. yeah I'm not gonna get into it but yeah you're uh, not, it doesn't seem like I you're think that the big of a world fan. knew i love jerry and he's a brilliant guy in his own right but the world the second curb came out went oh we, right. we thought we it was all jerry because <laughs> nobody realizes that there's a genius behind every two you know you see ray romano and then there's phil rosenthal a genius who co-created and wrote most of the episodes and blah 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 but yeah with ray ray gets credit ray's hilarious but Ray, everybody loves Raymond is just as much Phil's show as it is Ray's. And that's the same thing with Larry. It's Larry and Jerry's show. And Larry got no credit until the world saw Curb. Wow. And it's unbelievable that he, like, he was able to come out. And you see the genius because even after a Seinfeld, which was nine seasons long, yeah. he still has more in his brain. Yeah. yeah. There's more observations. Yeah. There's also, more stories. And it'll never end if he doesn't want it and to. I, I always wonder, like, aren't you going to run out of observations? Right. And by the way, why does what what keeps him motivated at this point? I, mean, I he's think has super legacy, success. What, just legacy and, and legacy, and also like I said to Jeff Schaefer, who's his genius uh, showrunner and directs most of the episode. I said after we did season eleven. So what 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 are the odds of of of, of another season? Like I, I got to do more of these, and I'm hooked <laughs> now. And he goes, "Well, Larry only loves two things: this show and golf." So. Chances are good. It's a good. It's yeah. a good chance because he just still loves doing it, and he's beyond. You know, he's top of his game, and he's and and he is like people don't realize there's a sweet man behind this genius. Yeah, like, that was my next question. Like, is he, how much of it is him? Well, it's him. Look, it's obviously him. But perfect example of his kindness and generosity is right before we ever shoot our first scene. He, we're both sitting there. It's a waiting room of a doctor's office. He, this was in season ten. He gets up. Like, all oh, the cameras of the whole crew is there. We're about to roll. He gets up. He doesn't have to get up. He gets up, walks over to me, and says, I just want you to know, until you and I are both happy with this scene, we'll keep going, and we'll keep doing And that wow. put me at ease. I wasn't nervous anymore. I was completely relaxed. And again, I had done episodes of Curb with Larry before. They just weren't filmed. Like, at that debate, and time aired, I met right? him. Yeah, or, no, no, they were, they were not real episodes. They were just <laughs> life. interaction. Life. Yes. Ah. I felt like I had done this already with right. Larry. We've riffed. Every time you're with Larry, it's a riff. Like, I'll go over to him and say, um, I'll say something like, uh, oh, he'll see, like, also, on, uh, he said, are you, are you nervous? And I said, I said, not yet. Not yet, because, you know, we still have a couple of scenes you guys are going to shoot, and then there's a lunch break, and then there's a... I, I will be nervous. He goes, you should be nervous. <laughs> you should be nervous. I go, why? I should be nervous. But, but everything is like a... I can't explain it, but he always... 
is funny. Like his his whole aura is he's like a Bill Murray. Bill Murray can't not be funny. Can't be aura is I also funny. feel like he has a Gamara cup at the end of it. It's beyond That's what it is. It is beyond Talmudic and there are there should if Rashi was alive today, <laughs> there'd be a Rashi sideline commentary on, on curb. curb. And there are rabbis who literally give Shiurim no. on curb and they tie it into that, that's, Torah and that's Judaism. an LA thing. That's yeah, not okay, a New York fine. thing. But it <laughs> is Talmudic. But it is Talmudic. Picking yes, things is. apart, arguing over the yes, human behaviorism. Yes, yes, for sure. This is the Talmud, you know. And do well, they really do the table reads? Like, do you guys sit around the table and read through the whole script? And That is correct with every sitcom. So every pilot or sitcom I did, it is all, you sit around a table and read the script. With Curb, there is no script. With Curb, there's a paragraph right. you get before you shoot a scene. You go, just tell Larry that you like the script, you didn't love it. And then say, let's talk about casting that you want Ted Danson. That's what you get. Every single word out of my mouth just came improvise? out of my mouth. Yeah, improvise. Wow. I come in with some thoughts and pre- I, I prepare some jokes ready to go. I knew I was going to say, um, you know, uh, come for Shabbos dinner. <laughs> We're having Barry Weiss over. I knew I was going to call Hulu Julu. I, you know, I prepared a few things. But by the way, when I said... He didn't know what I was going to say. When I, as we're leaving the scene, I go, "Come for Shabbos dinner. We're having Barry Weiss." He cracks up. The take breaks. He no. had to. Yeah, he had to stop the take. He comes back in and he goes, "How did you think of that reference, Barry Weiss? It's hilarious." And I go, "Because she's coming for Shabbos dinner this Friday night." <laughs> and I'm like, "He goes, really?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "How do you know her? How do you? How did you meet?" I go, "We met at some like." fundraiser that i was the mc of and she was the keynote he goes oh let me guess it was one of those let's save israel we must save israel I'm like yes yes we must save israel event and that's where we met and we hit it off and whatever but you you do come armed with some stuff in your head that you know you're gonna hit but other than that it is totally improvised and that was the tachlis episode right tachlis and did you have that in your mind yep you knew you were coming yep. out with Tachlis because he never heard of it. Never heard of it. In real life, when they said cut, he goes, what, what is Tachlis? Is that a word? I go, of course. It's, it's a real thing. Like, wow. And there were so many things that were cut that you never saw. There was a moment where I said to him, we're talking about the script. And I go, ugh, is it good? And I said, you know, our people, we use ugh in a positive way, right? Like we'll <laughs> right. go out to a restaurant. Ugh, it was delicious. delicious. Right. And he'll go, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes ugh is good. Ich is bad. <laughs> and he riffed that out one second after I did my little bit about ach. Within a second, he just looked at me, ach, ach, good, ich, bad. And I went, oh my God, that's unbelievable. I'm like in the back of my head going, I can't. Man's a genius. Yeah, and I say it's like tennis with McEnroe. You know, you hit the ball at him, he hits it much harder. And then you're like, oh, I got to up my game. And then you hit it, try <laughs> right. to hit it hard back. And it's just the back and forth and it's unbelievable. So what, what are you working on? Where is this? Very good question. <laughs> tune in i'm working i'll just say this i'm working on a show that we'll be filming god willing we wrote a pilot and everything we'll be filming um in israel really yes and you know next time i'm here i could tell more about it but it's in the pre-production stage and uh who are you working with people people <laughs> there's people oh. involved there's the people. cabal. Got I got, I got, got people. You, got I got people. Pe- you know, the Hollywood people. No, I'm actually working outside of the Hollywood system because they, they don't like Jews. Uh, no. Um, uh, no, we're just doing our own little show and seeing what happens. You know, we're going to, we'll see. What's the timeline? We, we got we got to know what we're looking forward the to. The timeline here. is hopefully film something in the spring and then uh, have a, like a streamer pick it up, I don't know, uh, fall or whatever. 
Fall Excellent. 23. Yes. Tune okay. in, folks. There's good things. Then I'm working on a new special. Ah. Yeah, because if you haven't seen my special, it's called Chosen and yes. Taken. It was on Netflix for four years. This was before Netflix was doing originals. They just used to buy specials, from, lease them from companies. So they leased it for four years, and then Amazon Prime picked it up. That's right. where it is now. Um, that's a really, I'm proud of that one hour. It's a great special. If you haven't seen it, you'd enjoy it. And uh, working on my next one, and then uh, we'll take it from there. Excellent. I can't believe the kiddish club podcast serves no kiddish <laughs> there was neither scotch nor tequila oh, kiddish no 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 here. there was no herring or chillant <laughs> this is you know a what? shanda of a kiddish well, club i mean i had a great time I'm, i love you guys already but like w- there's pretzels you know what? there is a jar of pretzels we here. served that to modi and we got ripped for it do you remember i Why? do remember we served him we had whiskey prepared no yeah we did we did and he made and fun he, yeah, he made well, fun th- th- he made by fun. the way modi's a genius in his own right and 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 his genius is how quick he is observing what's happening in the moment in the room with you yes. and he'll just slam you and hit you and like over and over he's I was his punching like bag he's I like, was his punching bag he has bag. the timing and like like old time cat skills like just uh, yes. riffing and spritzing and roasting he is we would have Friday night dinners Shabbos dinners when he lived in LA for a few years almost every Friday night he was always the funniest guy at the table. He was always really? riffing on everything. I'd love and to be on a Shabbos table with the two oh, of you the together. Two of us, it is so. It's like That's that podcast, be- but Modi's not as upset, <laughs> <laughs> and Leo's not almost eye rolling. But anyway, it's uh, it's been a treat. This we, is the only reason we have amazing. to wrap it up is because we are going out to dinner and yes, our reservation. Sure, sure. You, you know what happens when they get upset? They That's get right. they get very angry. At I have to tell you something. I, I haven't laughed this hard in a, really, and I wasn't even time. allowed to no, do no, bits no, 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 according no. to a certain. <laughs> no, no, it's a different it's a different level. Yes. when when, when so nice. a legend is sitting across oh, from me doing a Jewish legend, Jewish doing impressions, doing Jay Leno. Thank you. I say I'm Jewish famous. The difference, like Elon Musk cover of time magazine elon gold jewish journal cover you know what i mean <laughs> yes. he MJJ. was he was man of the year i was i was jew of the week and i say he's elon musk i'm elon must do chabad gala gigs to pay mortgage but anyway but yeah the jewish legend i'll take almost i'm yes. almost a jewish legend you're chris there, rock famously said you have to get your own people first. You get your own people to be your fans. Then you cross over. Then you go mainstream and get others. But get your people first. I think you have that covered. I got it. You got it. I We're good. You got it covered. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> By the way, do you get recognized from Curb? So I, I do every now and then. But the truth is, I really only get recognized at kosher restaurants. When we go to Mocha Burger <laughs> right now, there's going to be selfies. There's going to be. It's going to be really? annoying. Yeah. That's I don't nice. mind it. I love my fans. But like. We'll walk down the street to Mocha Burger. No one really cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> All right. We're going to follow we that up. It. We're going to follow that up. Yes. Gonna, we'll, and we, we should guys... do a part two one of yes, these days. Yes, for sure. For sure. You this know, I don't amazing. do podcasts usually. Yes. But I love you guys. We appreciate it. You have a great it. show. You're good, you're good guys, and I get free underwear. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. We really appreciate this. This was a lot of fun. Thank We're looking you. forward to the next time. So dinner's Thanks on you, right? I'm just going to oh, yeah. clarify that. Okay, good. That's a good Jewish point right there. Thanks again, and this was a thank lot of you. fun. We hope you all enjoyed that episode. A huge thank you to Elon Gold. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Juice by Julie. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can send us your thoughts and your comments and suggestions by email. That's hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. 
Uh, also, be sure to visit our website. It's newly redesigned. You can find uh, you can find the link to our WhatsApp group there. You can find our link to buy us a coffee, a link to our Patreon page. Be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice so you get notified the moment we release an episode. We love to read your reviews, so please hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a written review. We'd love to read those. Rate us five stars on Spotify. And with that, we are out. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, a huge thank you to Elon Gold. I think I'm too low. What are we going to do when we go to video? And that's it. It is going to be what it is. There is no cuts. There is no taking it back. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, no ums. Why? A huge thank you. No, it's too big. Huge. Huge. <laughs> you're, you're fighting yourself. I know. You're not fighting me. I know. I'm, not, I'm winning. You're losing. <laughs> be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice so you get to be... So you get to be what? What do you get to be? So you get alerted, not get to be. Shh. Shh. Shush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love to read your reviews, but you, you're, you're making it worse. You're making it worse. I'm gonna play this entire thing. Yes, you can. After the credits, I'm gonna play the whole thing. <laughs> Ten minute outro. We. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.